Hello! This is the 420 Reasons Why I Quit Drinking podcast. I'm your hostess with the most is Diane Gibbs, a.k.a. Doobie Die. This podcast is about the 420 Reasons Why I Quit Drinking. These are my stories of me drinking and drunking my way through 30 plus years of my life and how I finally found the freedom from alcohol and still being able to have fun. Are you curious about living a sober life but not sure where to start? Do you want to explore what it means to be sober curious and how it can benefit your overall well-being? If so, I want to invite you to book a free 30-minute discovery call with me. During this call, we'll discuss the concept of sober curiosity and how it can help you improve your health, relationships, and overall quality of life. We will also explore different strategies and resources to support your journey towards a sober, curious lifestyle. Whether you're interested in cutting back on alcohol, exploring new ways to have fun and socialize, or simply seeking a healthier way of living, I'm here to guide you through the process. My goal is to help you gain clarity and confidence in your decision to explore a sober, curious life. I believe that everyone deserves to feel empowered and in control of their choices. I'm committed to supporting you every step of the way. If this sounds like something you'd like to explore further, please reach out to me via DM and the links in the show notes to schedule your free 30-minute discovery call. I look forward to speaking with you soon. Okay, and I am back for episode number 52, the 420 reasons why I quit drinking this week. April 20th, 420, is my one-year anniversary of me doing my podcast. I have been podcasting, posting consistently for 52 weeks. I never in my thoughts, life, thought I was going to ever do a podcast. Way back when, I thought I would do some kind of talk show, But that was before podcasting was anything. And then this woman last January popped into my IM, Kathy Heller. I want to say a shout out to you, Kathy Heller, for dropping this idea in my life. It has changed my life drastically. And I have never, like, been in a better place, even though there's been a lot of emotional turmoil for me because of a lot of the reflections. I, um, I am so thrilled to be here and I am so grateful for all of you guys that have taken the time to listen to my stories, to share my stories, to leave, um, a review of my stories, to leave comments. Um, and I'm really looking forward to an opportunity to be talking to you guys next because When I originally started this podcast, I thought that I would be doing this with my friends and I did not even understand what that looked like or meant because what really happened is that because we'd been joking about these stories, when it came time to tell them, my friends aren't in the same spot that I am. And I got to tell you, every time I love my friends to death, they are my people from 
over 50 years. I'm so fortunate. I know that gives away my age, but I am the luckiest girl to be, um, to have friends, um, that long. And I, um, then realized that I was in a different space in my life that, um, these stories were different for me than they were for them because I'm no longer living in the party. And that was the thing that I found was the freedom from alcohol and not having to um, drink in those parties. But the thing that I have been doing for the past 12 years was I was still living in the party. And through this podcast, I realized I didn't want to live in the party anymore. I was getting tired of it. The party wasn't the party I wanted it to be. It was really interesting going to the parties now, the big ones, and knowing everybody there, being with my friends and being the loneliest person in the room, um, not being uh, like my friends don't communicate with me and like come up to me at the parties the way they used to because I'm not drinking with them and I'm not doing other things that they're participating in. And I, it made me quite sad. Um, I still haven't really shared the whole um, experience um, necessarily with them. Um, but I recently um, recorded a love letter to them because I, I, I really love my friends and I needed to share a little bit. One day I will share that love letter with them. Um, but I realized that um, I needed new boundaries. I realized I didn't have to go to the party and feel so shitty. I could um, just say, no, thank you. Um, or I could get out to the party early and have that social interaction that I needed. I'm the quality time person. And so getting with my friends before the party begins and having some real conversations. And then by the time, you know, you get to the party that, um, that whole thing shifts. I have a lovely time going to the parties, talking to all sorts, but I do feel quite lonely. And now I know I don't have to do it. And it's remarkable. So in this podcast, I'm just going to be reflecting on the, this past year of podcasting, um, how the stories that I told have told have transformed me. Um, and like I said, it started last January when Kathy Heller put that idea in my head. I stayed up to like 3.30 in the morning thinking about all the podcasts that I could do, the people I could get involved, the stories I would tell. And I started, I've been writing down the stories because I've been wanting to write this book, The 420 Reasons Why I Quit Drinking. So I started off by telling like the story of how it all happened and um, my why and how I started the 420. And then I did like a note to my younger self. Um, I shared about what the real 420 really means and my story about it. There were many stories about my run-ins with the law. Um, I seem to have a run-in with the law um, each decade, and they were, um, they kind of, I don't know if they went from bad to worse, um, and I haven't even told my greatest one, which um, that will be coming. And I was looking back at what were my, um, the stories that I've shared that were the most impactful, 
And one thing that really changed for me is when I told the story about the struggle is real and I put out a sober curious challenge to people and it was a seven day challenge and I actually participated in it uh, along with everybody else um, except for I you know, don't drink but I gave up smoking pot and the day that I did that I wrote down um, a list a full page of questions for myself so that I can journal about it and see what I actually get out of the smoking pot. I presented those questions, um, you know, and talked about that with my sober curious group. And um, I know a couple days weren't easy. I know a couple days I woke up in the morning feeling like crap, you know, I could feel it. But once I stopped for several days, I went seven, I actually even went 10. And when I got back to the 10th day and did actually partake, I answered those questions. I know that pot makes me munch and eat at night. I, if I smoke pot, I will eat like at 10, 11 o'clock at night. There are times I even get up in the night and eat, and which I, I hate to do. So that's the one reason that I, that's the worst thing about the dope for me. Um, but as I see, there are, um, there were other things, um, I did get really, I mean, it does help in my creativity and my mind goes and flows and, but once you're, you're really at that high vibe and you're on to something that you really love and enjoy, your mind can just go and it doesn't even necessarily need to have that enhancement of the, um, the pot. And so, um, so that was a game changer. My, the way that I smoke pot has changed since that episode. And, um, I don't do it, um, like I used to, it's definitely more, um, at the end of the day. And, um, it's so much less than it, it than it was. And I was just so grateful to have, um, decided to do that. And, um, you know, I was thought I was doing it for others, but you know, of course it was really, <laughs> it was so much that I was doing it for myself. Um, another one of the stories that, um, really, um, made an impact was when, um, I went to Michigan state in the fall and I shared my story about, um, it was walking Oh, the sleepwalking alcoholic is what I called it. That was the weekend I was going back for a sorority reunion. And I shared that story with many other of my friends um, that didn't have necessarily heard my podcast. And because they were involved, they um, seemed to have listened to it. I don't really know who of my friends listened to the stories or to my podcast. I don't really get... Mm, oh, I get some feedback, not necessarily a ton, um, but um, so that was pretty cool. And one of my friends, after the, she heard the story, she's like, I felt so bad. I, we were just like yelling at you and screaming at you um, for what I had done. And, um, but I said, this is just what was going on at the time. I don't look back at what my friends did at all. I'm not looking back at any blame. I'm not upset with anybody for the past um, uh, experiences or what happened. Um, the only thing that I look back and reflect on um, deeper is my behavior. And so um, 
It was great to uh, share that story with them and then to hear their reaction to what I had shared. Um, the other story that really took um, a lot and that was super tough was how alcohol took my innocence. That was a story I would never think I would ever tell. Um, but I think people needed to know it, especially because when I read through my diaries, I at several times talked about how I thought it was the thing that I needed to do was to, in order to get a guy, was to get wasted so that he could take advantage of me. I don't know where that came from. My parents are really good people. They have a really strong marriage. I, I it wasn't um, anything they taught me, and. Um, and it just, I thought guys would like me better. I thought the older guys, and that is what happened in Ludington when those guys were older and um, where that all happened for me. Um, and it is, um, it's so interesting to reflect back on that. Um, I look back also on um, the podcasts and, um, you know, the number one podcast, of course, is my why and how I started. Everybody's going to listen to that. And then my um, note to myself, I kind of put the numbers down. So the, let's see. Yeah, I had the top ones, three, four. So it was like my how it started. Um, there was, for some reason I forgot the, I didn't put down the one, two, three, but the other ones were that people were very interested in was like calling when I called off my wedding. That was a huge, huge deal for me. And, um, I had no idea like what that was really going to, um, going to look like. And... Um, no, I don't want to do that. And so, um, calling off my wedding, that was huge. Number five was my story about my sweet Lou. Number six, when I was the maid of dishonor. Number seven was the vodka vomit. Number eight was, um, I just mentioned the sleepwalking alcoholic. Number nine was, um, a anniversary of the 11 years of freedom and number 10 was going to Vegas with Johnny and um, ending up with Uncle Donnie so it was um, uh, those are like those are the those are the um, the stories that I've told and reflected I, there were so many days that I needed to do my podcast and it was like pulling teeth. There were some Wednesdays when I always wanted to make sure I had it out that there was one Wednesday I didn't post it until like five o'clock. Um, I wanted to make sure I got it posted by 420 on Wednesdays, but, um, there was like, it was really difficult for me to be digging into these stories to really be telling my truth. I was told several times by my coaches that it would be okay to um, not do my podcast anymore. And I didn't think that was an option for me. 
Um, I never had it like, uh, my, even my coach was like, Hey, you know what? If you're okay, you don't need to do it. And I'm like, I, I do need to do this. I cannot not do this podcast. It was so incredibly important. Oh, here we go. Um, oh yeah, these are all that makes sense. The top 10, why I started my note to my younger self, the struggle is real calling off my wedding. And just like I said, I went down that list. Um, but I really agonized over getting out the podcast and my coach is like, maybe not this week. And I go, no, I have to do this. This was something I dedicated my time and energy to, and it was going to be something I did. Um, so, and hopefully I'm out, I'm on vacation right now in Florida and I'm sitting outdoors. So I'm hoping that the, um, noise of the lawnmowers aren't going to bother us too much. But anyways, I'm going to continue on um, and just kind of share how these experiences really changed me. And I finally, like I said, no longer wanted to sit in the party. I've been seeing a therapist, which I just love. I think everybody needs like a a doctor. You're like internist, but really functional medicine doctors because internists really don't really get they you know that so much um medicine is practiced pharmaceutically and not really getting at the actual cause and um and I think everybody needs a therapist in life we all have gone through something and we all need somebody to talk about it and so that has been really uh, a game changer for me I've loved my therapy and I like just look at taking life one day at a time I know that I need to have plans for my future and sometimes that gets overwhelming when I'm trying to figure it out. But if I take the small steps each and every day and see what is like attainable just today, then I know that these baby steps are really making the subtle shifts that I am um, looking for. Really a big thing for me was establishing some new boundaries and knowing what worked for me and what didn't and knowing I no longer needed to participate. And um, my creative juices have been flowing. I've um, of course been sharing with you guys about my sticky balls and that journey, how um, I'm into health and wellness and I wanted a healthy alternative for my cookie dough. And I come up with that and it's really fun because my favorite part of doing it is experimenting and making, coming up with the new balls. So I've got the sugar cookie and the ginger citrus, which are the staples, but then I've been made, I have a lady ball for women that enhances their adrenal strength and supports their sexual vibrancy. I've also been dabbling with, I've got a doobie ball, I've got a, um, a shroom ball and I am next actually stepping into the CBD world. I'm working for an incredible company, Green Compass. What I love and you, I know right away from my background of being in the food business is that these guys are certified organic. The hemp is grown in the cleanest of land. Hemp has a, a, a tendency to absorb anything that's in the ground and being certified organic, it's um, actually being able to absorb all the good nutrients of that ground. This is a family-owned business. Uh, it is taking, I'm getting in early. 
Um, and I can see where this is going to go. And I would love to share with them about my sticky balls. And actually, I'm going to put the CBD in my balls. And we're going to see where that comes to. Uh, so it is, I'm so excited. Um, one thing that I did last year that I want to recommend to people also is Kathy Heller. She has a course called Abundant Ever After. I learned all about mindfulness. I learned all about better about self-care, self-love, making sure I'm out there dancing, doing something that lights my heart on fire, doing, being with women that are like-minded, raising my vibe, raising it to this higher vibration where I am meant to be, that positivity that first flows out of me. It just makes things flow and it just goes. And I am so incredibly um, proud of myself. I have to say that when I was younger, um, probably about, mm, let's see, when I had my personal trainer. So that was 11 years ago, 12 years ago. I used to not be able to say that I was proud of myself. I would cry when I'd say that. Like, I can't even, and I tell you, I am so proud of myself because I know that with God, all things are possible. And I know that um, because of the prayers of my parents, I am where I'm at today. Um, and they gave me the foundation to know Jesus Christ and to know who my Savior was. And that is my world. And I, um, uh, and it is ever since I've reconnected with the Lord, my life has just been incredible. I surrendered to alcohol. I surrendered to God. I'm like, it has been so incredible. I tell you that sobriety gave me Everything alcohol promised. How does that sound? Alcohol, like fun time, mm -mm. Uh, love, uh -uh. Um, uh, uh, better friends, uh uh. Like, I just thought that I needed to have alcohol to make enhance my life. But you know what? My life has gotten better being sober. Sobriety gave me everything alcohol promised. And the self-love and taking heal thyself is going to make me a healthy self. And doing the self-care. I love going out on a daily basis out for a walk. That has brought me so much joy, so much sparkle. I've been doing that since January 1st. My coach, Andrea Lee, who I'm giving a shout out to. She has the Holistic Living Podcast. Awesome. I love it. Helpful with my mindset. When I'm spiraling, I go and listen to it. She, like, it's so amazing. I could call her and let her know what's going on, but I could go here and she doesn't even know what she's providing to me um, through her podcast. And so if anybody needs something like that, but you need to set yourself up for this success Put the right people in place to support you. Put the right, um, what you're listening to, what you're reading, what you're watching. Uh, it, it's just 
putting your mind in those um, right places. I'm all about, um, I love to be, I'm a visionary that loves to connect and collaborate for the betterment of the community. And I have been doing that within um, the Chicagoland. I have worked in outreach for many years and I've enjoyed that so much. I'm getting involved in my building and for the betterment of um, my building. I planted a garden last year. Oh, it was so great. And I actually even um, realized I had planted some tulips. So I um, went down to the garden since it's been 75 degrees in Chicago. And I went down and um, noticed something was popping. So I took the black cover and I found these tulips coming to life, my garlic chives and my mint and the joy that that gives me, that just gives me that extra self-care, that self-love. And going down to my garden, I walk my 29 flights and I love, love, love that. I'm so grateful to be sharing my journey here. I'm so um, thrilled to continue to connecting to people. I, I've got to share that I had a gal recently. I've had several people, but this gal reached out and it was so meaningful because she said I helped her save herself. And um, she, I helped her save herself from herself. And I'm so grateful for you. You know who you are. And um, my life has changed by that conversation. And, um, and so I just wanted to come on here today and thank you for listening to the 552 Reasons of the 420. And um, I am wondering, like, what does your next chapter look like? I know that what mine looks like, I can see a, such a clear vision. I have themes coming with my podcast. I just did my last podcast with, with my coach. I finally had an interview with somebody, which was what I needed to do. And I was so grateful to have that. And then I, um, I want to have more people on. And so I, I'm going to give you some journal prompts. What do you want to do in your next chapter? What is no longer serving you? What do you, what do you, what kind of support do you need to envision your future to achieve your goals? Do you want to explore being sober? Because curiosity is the best to open your eyes and to see what else you can find in life. I'll tell you that for sure. There's been so many good people that have been supporting me um, or where I find support like with um, This Naked Mind, Annie Grace, How to Quit Like a Woman, Holly Whitaker, um, I know that there's been other podcasts out there that um, talk about sobriety, and I know that um, I might not be your answer, but I hope I can help you 
And um, so I just want you to know that I am grateful to all you listeners. I am most grateful, of course, for my parents. When I told my parents I was doing the podcast, they were really excited for me. But then the other thing they said, they wanted to like listen and encourage me. Um, But the other thing that they were concerned about is the stories and hearing them. And I was so grateful that they said that to me because then I said to them, you know, mom and dad, you don't need to listen. I was concerned about that, but you lived through those stories and you know them and you don't need to relive them again. And then when there is a good story, um, like when I called off my wedding, my sister told my parents, um, this is the one you should listen to. And so they did. Um, so there's been a couple. But because of the foundation that they gave me in my life of knowing um, the Lord, their loving encouragement, their support, their kindness, the way they raised me was incredible. I have their um, prayers of protection and direction and the generational blessings that have been given to me, prayed over me, has gotten to me where I'm at. I'm so grateful for the awareness of where my life is, the acceptance of what has been going on and the action that I'm taking to move forward. And this is going to, I want to leave you with this. Ask not what the world needs. Ask what makes them come alive. The world needs us to come alive and the world needs you to come alive. I hope that you'll continue to come along on this journey with me. I want to thank you so much for your love and support for these past 52 weeks. This has been one of the best years of my life and life keeps on getting better. So I can only imagine what's coming next. Um, I'm an advocate for uh, um, Green Compass, uh, the CBD company. That is going to be incredible. I want to share that as well. And... um, I just want to thank you for your time, um, for you listening and sharing. And um, I want to say thank you and God bless you. Have a great day. So thanks again for stopping by, being here and listening. This is just another one of the reasons why I needed to quit drinking. You can find me and the 420 Reasons Why I Quit Drinking podcast on Spotify, Apple, and Anchor. Please do me a favor. Make sure you subscribe. I'd greatly appreciate it if you would leave me a review and even share with a friend. Thanks again. We'll talk soon. This is Diane Gibbs and the 420 Reasons Why I Quit Drinking podcast. Until next time, later.